What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shy City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Wednesday Hump Day edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosekis, Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And your number to participate is 877-37-GRIND. Again, that is 877-37-GRIND. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to go ahead and give us a call. Anything that uh, was discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, you could parlay that over today. Anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you to call during the breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, uh, keep in mind as well, if you need to reach out to me via Twitter, you can do that at SportsGrind. And if you want to stream the show live, you can always do that by logging on to the business Facebook page of SportsGrind Entertainment. Or you can go to my personal page and you can leave comments and I'll read those and respond to those in real time. If not, I'll respond to them later. Um, and also keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the shows live, you can always go to SportsGrindOnline.com where you can download the podcast seven days a week, 365. And if you're traveling or you're in a market that doesn't carry us terrestrial-wise, you can always log on to, again, to the same website, sportsgrindonline.com, where you can click the play button, listen live, and you'll find us. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll, man. All right, so let's see. Uh, what do we got here? Um, we got quite a few things going on. Of course, we'll start. You know that game three tonight is in Miami. Uh, change of scenery out at South Beach. So we'll definitely start there here shortly. Keys to victory. What what does this mean uh, for Denver in regards to the big scope of things into the series? I'll give you my thoughts on that. We've got some other NBA news as well to get to. Um, outside of the NBA Finals, um, so we'll touch on that. Also, OTAs teams are some teams are still active in OTAs this week. Uh, we've got an update, well, not really an update, uh, but we've got some reports out there in regards to the Isaiah Rogers situation, the cornerback for the Colts, who was caught up in this whole uh, gambling situation. Uh, we have found out some details in regards to the power that Roger Goodell has through this whole uh, investigation and any future and past gambling investigations. We'll get to that shortly as well, too. Uh, we've got um, a big day, I guess. Uh, well, not I guess it is, um, but a big day for MLS uh, just coming down the wire here in the last few hours, which was, you know, being some rumors, uh, you know, but uh, the uh, World Cup champion. Now, now I can put that on Messi's name. The World Cup champion, Messi, Argentina's uh, great, is coming to MLS. Now, it's Miami. It's a Miami team, right? In uh, yeah, enter Miami. Okay. Um, I'm the, the first reaction is I can't wait to hear the details of this deal. Um, now, I don't pay attention. I mean, I don't follow Messi's moves over the years, every club to everyone. I know that basically his former club that he, he was with couldn't afford him anymore, so they had to kind of release him. 
And then, you know, he's been in talks with the the Saudis. And uh, I hadn't really heard how in-depth, you know, that basically he had even considered or been talking to MLS. Uh, now, this is, to me, um, if you've paid anything to the attention to the MLS since its uh, inception into uh, this country and becoming a soccer league, um, this has kind of been their model, per se, uh, you know, for the league to kind of stay uh, relevant, um, to help with TV type of contracts and stuff. They've kind of got that mega international soccer star when their careers to the end pretty much over. They've got them to basically come down to come over, I should say, to MLS. OK, now I will tell you this. This is probably, I mean, this is, I mean, I don't have them all on the top of my list. I think Zidane came over from France years ago, back in the day. We know Beckham's been. I would tell you, based off of what he's coming off of last summer with the World Cup, or I should say this fall, this past fall with the World Cup, this is arguably the biggest international soccer star that they got. Okay, uh, to be honest with you. Um, so I don't know how this impact, like I said, I'm just going to wait till more of the details come out. Because uh, when I think of this, I'm, all, I'm automatically thinking uh, maybe ownership in some of the team, maybe some stake into MLS itself. I mean, the guy had options. I mean, I don't know how many years at a high level he plays, has left playing, I should say. I know that, you know, there was rumors out there just as about a month, a couple months ago, well, a few months ago, that he, in the back of his mind, he was thinking there's a possible chance he could be at the World Cup, uh, you know, that's going to the next World Cup that's going to be shared between uh, Mexico, U.S., um, you know, and other places that technically is U.S.'s World Cup. So that right there, now that I think about that in real time, there's definitely probably a tie to that and a strategic move since the United States is going to be hosting the next World Cup in the next four years. So what do you got? Um, his press conference is going on right now, his okay. announcement. Um, already, though, four-letter network having some quotes, one being, I have made the decision that I'm going to Miami. I still don't have it agreed upon 100%, and a few things are needed. But, well, we decided to continue my path here. After winning the World Cup and not being able to return to Barcelona, it was my turn to go to the League of the United States to live football in another way and to enjoy the day-to-day -day more. Um, when you look over at CBS Sports, they're, so, they're so citing the Athletic reporting yesterday um, that MLS had created. So this is a report. This is not official. Right. This is the Athletic's report. That MLS has come up with a uh, creative pitch involving um, you know Apple TV uh, new subscription revenue for the MLS Pass, as well as working with Adidas on a more profit sharing um, you know. Uh, platform as well and who's talking the mls is having those talks so this is through the athletic the mls mm -hmm. um is offering messi you know their pitch to messi to come mm -hmm. over mm -hmm. involves apple plus new apple plus subscribers for the mls package you know that's going to be on apple apple tv and adidas money going over in a partnership oh. as well a share of the revenue from adidas so yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a big deal yeah but like like messi says it's not 100%. Few things are still needed, but yes, I'm going to enter Miami. And, and look, in soccer, especially in the business side of soccer, these things can fall apart quickly. 
I mean, even though they're having a press conference, of this, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I understand that's not alarming what Messi's talking about because in these type of deals, especially international, which is, I mean, I know he's the MLS, we're not thinking international on teams and stuff. These things can fall when you talk about transfer fees. This is not the case of MLS. You're just because he technically is a free agent. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty a big deal. Uh, and I think the timing of the World Cup – coming uh to the the united states definitely played a part in this but you know i've always said this you know no pun intended i mean but this mls has always had a reputation of late because like i said this has been their model and this has been a reputation of mls where the few where the you know past stars of soccer go to die you know the greats which is true it's almost like you put them out of pasture now messi is the one that's coming in probably at the height, not the height of his career, but the height of his accomplishments. Okay, uh, he's still playing pretty much at a high level, what we saw in the World Cup. Now, you got to think, four years from now, I mean, even if he's on the Argentina national team, I believe that's one of those that's just about being in U.S., and I don't know how much of an impact he would have at that time um, on the pitch with Argentina. Just because he's on the team, he might – but we'll see. And, and, and again um, – He's probably cut from that cloth to the fact that if he can't feel like he can contribute or be respectable out there, um, he probably won't play, you know. Uh, but we'll see how it plans out. But pretty much, you know, good, you know, good news for Miami. Man, Florida, Miami's on a they're, – they're in the sports world. Speaking of the sports world, they're on, they're on fire. They're on fuego with a lot of things. From the Florida Panthers making the Stanley Cup finals, the Heat – are three wins away that no one thought from an NBA championship. I mean, now you're getting to Messi, the biggest soccer star, one of the top two biggest soccer stars on this planet. Man, that lets me know DeSantis has no shot. They didn't basically went ahead. They, they, they pretty much then gone ahead and then used all that, that, that karma up, you know. But anyway, uh, so that's good news for MLS and uh, the United States getting messy. Their tickets will go out the roof. Um, also, what do you want to add? You want to add some? Well, just you know, and the details will come out. But if you if you look at okay, what a what a European club might be able to offer him or elsewhere, you know, that's money now. But when your soccer playing days are done, what kind of investments do you have? What does your portfolio look like? And if we're talking about a real revenue sharing opportunity here, and the potential that maybe that could extend beyond his playing days, you know, this Messi could be making more in the long run. Oh, to come over, yeah. you know, I mean, to the U.S. It's going to be very interesting know, to see those details. No, I mean, and Messi has had commercials. I mean, he has had international and American commercials that have played over here for products, whether EA Sports and FIFA. There's a couple other ones over the years that you've seen him on your TV just pitching product, even over in the state. I mean, soccer is the biggest global sport on the planet um so to me you know definitely you know this is a decision in regards to long term and post career which you know he's gonna make a killing i mean you know because now you know the bar and the standard has been set when i and i'm talking about athletes the bar and the standard has been set uh pretty much by tiger woods michael jordan and shortly into the club to follow LeBron James. And what I mean by now, it's to the point to where you have the career after the career. And, and meaning the career is about who can basically get to a billion dollars first from basically playing a sport. Now, one man that I cannot leave out of that 
uh, that I just said, shame on me. And that's Magic Johnson as well, too. So you've got a group of those players that I've just named the greats in their respective sports. Magic, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James that has now, and guys, you don't think Messi and his crew's playing close to that? That's kind of the game within the game of how, how successful are you going to be, especially when you have that type of following and that type of uh, resume in your sport and that type of you know accomplishments. These guys are looking to how to capitalize. You know, um, you know, I, I saw that short interview with Tom Brady the other day. I, I mean, I think Tom, when he talks about, you know, being around for my kids, taking that serious, just like I did, you know, part of, you know, day to day, seeing them grow. And then also he said business ventures that I'm into want to give 100 percent of that. I'll tell you, Tom's going to be in that life trying to chase that as well, too. I mean, why not? Who wouldn't? Eight seven seven three seven grind. Also, golf. We've got uh, updates on the live situation. We spent a lot of time on this on topic on yesterday's show, uh, but we've got reaction from the hour long uh, meeting with the players that were actually going on while we were talking about this on air yesterday. Um, allegedly, a lot of reports. I want to talk about heated. Uh, very heated. Um, also, Rory has broke his silence. We'll circle back around. But I do believe there's going to be a fallout from this. And I'll let you know exactly what I think the fallout's going to be from the PGA deciding to, uh, you know, pretty much merge with Tour Live. So we've got all that going on. But first, let's start with a preview and look ahead tonight to game three of the NBA Finals that is going down in South Beach in Miami that has the NBA Finals, surprising to most, tied at this point, one apiece. And when I look at uh, tonight, just from a grand scheme of things, I think the last time I checked, Nuggets are like a two-and-a-half point favorite, probably three or up to three on some. It'll probably get up to three, probably won't move past three. Could drop down to even back to two-and-a-half. It depends on uh, what outlets you're working with. Uh, but – when I look at tonight, there's a couple things. Miami is five and two at home in these playoffs. Keep that as 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 a mental note. So they played very well at Miami. The only team to beat them in Miami was Boston. Um, and and also another fact that I came across with, and and this goes back to, I believe, the pushback on Eric Sports with Eric Spostra and Michelle Shelbourne when he was she was asking him the question the other day i think in regards to what i looked at this season the nuggets are 0 and 3 um when the joker has five assists or less they they're 0 and 4 i think 0 and 4 now 0 and 3 0 and 4 somewhere right there so you you better be known the coaching staff of miami film break analytics and all that information you better know and understand when they were breaking down or figuring out how they were going to try to win this series that was brought up and paid a focused attention to that's why i told you i thought that you know again if it was any other reporter i don't think spo would have came across as brass as he did with michelle but i get he knows her she's covered the league a long time and it was just one of those where i felt you know that those were one of those responses where you're trying to protect 
the information. Like you don't want that out there. And number two, part of it was just part of like, nah, it ain't just going to be that easy. So I think with the Miami Heat, I think that is the same type of formula that they try to duplicate tonight. Now, how they go about doing it could look a little different. Uh, one of the other things that's interesting to me on the other side is Mike Malone. You know, uh, this is their first loss in the playoffs in a while. Uh, you know, they swept the Lakers. They won the first one. Um, what is Mike Malone going to do? What What is going to be his t his tweak? Or does he just keep it simple and keep doing what you're doing? Because one of the things that I feel like what's going to be interesting for me to look at tonight is how are they going to handle or is there any adjustment to Kevin Love being in the lineup? Okay, from, you know, from him being inserted as a starter in the lineup. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get back. Uh, you're listening to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Every time I need the hymen, throw that to the side. Yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah, when you're not around, all right. Back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. All right, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dosecki's Get a Dose. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, there's nothing like the arrival of spring and the company smell of fresh cut prices in the air at Specs. Nobody does wine like Specs with a Texas size selection of world class wines and lower prices. You'll find the perfect zing for spring at Specs. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Boys. Got Shelby T. James checking in and say, What up, Cal? I'm watching from the cheap seats. 
What's the cheap seats mean? Does that just mean literally, like, I know what that means, but I'm on a Shelby really at a game? I mean, we got day baseball action, or is it something else, or is she just trying to be funny? It's just a funny. I think it's you know, just, just the fact that she's watching on Facebook Live. Oh, from the cheap seats. Funny. Got it. I got you, Shelby. Okay. Uh, another thing before we go back to the uh, the Miami Heat and Nuggets finals, uh, just a little bit more topics to the docket that we were kind of talking about. A um, couple things. I didn't mention baseball. We're going to get to it in the second hour. Uh, but the Rangers, I've told you, they've been smoking, playing hot baseball. Got some bad news yesterday, probably the first bad news of the season. Uh, DeGrom went out. Um, but I'm, we're going to get to this in the top of the next hour. But I want you to listen to, because really the audio doesn't do it justice. If you haven't seen it, you got to see the visual. But this is the di- this is when you know, because athletes I always tell you, uh, it's not about the money, but it really is. DeGrom just got paid by the Rangers. When you hear it in his voice and his emotion and you go look at the visual, that lets you know a guy right there that ain't thinking about no money. Like he's, he, like he's chasing something. And he probably sees how special this team is or how possibly the, what they could accomplish. But we'll get to that at the top of the hour. I wanted to throw that out there uh, for you as well. And um, also, speaking of the messy thing, before we move on from that too, before we go back to the Heat uh, Nuggets, um, have you seen how many Instagram followers he has? Yeah, we covered. We actually looked at it when uh, he won the World Cup, and he surpassed. Uh, it was now the number one account in terms of Instagram followers. He's got like four hundred thirty-six million. Mm-hmm. Number one account. That is amazing. Worldwide. I mean, I mean, and honestly, I, you know, um, and you put that in the grand scheme of things. I think LeBron has like a hundred, I think, or something like that. Uh, but that's why I've said, you know, soccer is just the the biggest global sport in the world. Uh, but back to the NBA. So, yeah, I'll be looking at seeing what Mike Malone is going to do tonight. Um, and really, when I say that, is that how are they going to account for? Because you got to look at how many DMPs that Kevin Love recorded before he even got in the game in game two. So now I'm pretty sure I'm not going to say Mike Malone's staff was totally you know caught off guard or they didn't you know forgot Kevin Love was on the team. But I think once that coach Bo plays his hand and you see the impact that Kevin Love had and he had more impact that showed up than showed up in the box score after game one but what are you going to do to counter that or you know because Denver is pretty lengthy they're a big team I mean do you go smaller to get him off the court I don't know or if you're Mike Malone and you're looking like look if you really think I'll tell you this right now going into game three I'm not in that boat that thinks that game two was just about effort and the Nuggets not respecting their opponents. And keep in mind, I picked the Nuggets to win the series. But I'm just telling you from what I saw in my eyes, that had that's not really about respecting, not respecting the opponent and the effort. Now, would, could their effort on defense been better? Yes. I'm not saying that they gave the effort, they just got beat. But for people, my point I'm trying to make is don't, don't think that, that Miami – what they've showed us up to this point in the playoffs, not in the regular season. I'm going to keep saying that because they would have been a two seed. They're playing like a two or three seed worst. And right now during the whole playoffs, really playing damn near like a top two seed, to be honest with you. But the the truth of the matter is my point when I'm just want to hit that home with not effort. And I think it's not just about that is because I believe what they've shown us through the playoffs, speaking of heat, they can duplicate that. 
And, and, and I told y'all coming in here after game two, when we were breaking that down, I said, if you're a Denver Nuggets fan or a Nuggets backer, the one thing you got to be nervous about is the fact that they won that not only in your building, but Jimmy just hit timely buckets in the fourth quarter. He didn't have one of those, Jimmy. He didn't explode for 30-plus points and rebounds and assists. He didn't do that. You know, and, and you're, you're probably thinking, and I know Jimmy said, you know, on the day off they have to meet with the media. And I know Jimmy was telling the media that he feels like if they win this series, it's going to be because of Bam. So that lets you know how much emphasis that they put on and how much production they're anticipating out of BAM or wanting. Uh, but I will tell you that I believe if they're going to win this series, Jimmy's going to have to have at least one of those games at, at home in Miami or on the road. Uh, but this should be exciting tonight. I think if you're Miami, you just really keep doing what you did in game two and see if they've made adjustments to be able to react to it. Um, that's what I would do. I, I think, and, and that's who Miami is. I mean, and who they've showed us through the postseason. They're going to do what they do. And I think the one thing that's going to be consistent with them is how they play and how they compete on defense. Miami is going to go through some stretches at home or away in Denver that they're not scoring the basketball. And the only thing that's going to keep them in these games against Denver and keep them in this series is that they're going to have to rely on their their first of all their effort on rebounding they're going to have to try to put keep joker off the glass as much as possible and they're going to have to count on their defense and their transition defense because they are going to have a game or two or a quarter or a half that they can't score that they're challenging scoring that's who they've really been all year the only difference is they're shooting the three ball from lights out i mean from finishing the regular season ranked 27th out of 30 teams in the nba and then in the playoffs you're you're pretty much looking like you were one of the top three four three-point shooting teams this season that's why they're here this this you know this far eight seven seven three seven grind so we'll see um, so you said so pretty much you got to go with the Nuggets tonight because you said Denver and five. You you thought like hey well Miami might get one of those but Denver and five. So really you gotta you you gotta have your thoughts on the Nuggets tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, because all my other storylines are done. You know, and, and this go to the fact that when when I made this pick for Denver, I said we're almost storylines, right? It's just going to be Denver, uh, Denver and five. Uh, and then last week, I, I, going into the weekend, I said there, after that beatdown of Denver, you know the Denver laid on on Miami in Game One. I said coming out of game coming out of Game Three or into, you know it's going to be t- uh, Miami gets the hero they needed, and this was going to be the one that the Miami wins. I did not think Miami was going to steal one in Denver, and now it looks like the other storyline is done too because Hero unlikely to play tonight. Hmm. Yeah, um, he still uh, hasn't been cleared. I saw yesterday hadn't been cleared. Yeah, yeah. he hadn't been cleared. Supposedly, what I'm hearing is that there's still some swelling in that hand that's uh, that takes place after workouts or whatever. So, supposed to say they're down to a day to day situation. They're not going to rush it. You know, it's another one of those things. And I know Tyler Hero's been with them for 80 games all season, but not being here for the postseason and the rotations and how you're playing. It, it's a thin line to throw a guy in there just because he's a body or he could give you an extra 10 points or whatever. That's all I'm telling you. And Tyler Hero's one of those guys. I mean, he had a hell of a bubble run. That's when he jumped on the scene. Now he's more known for his outfits. Uh, Gundy just saying he can't stand the way he dresses. But Tyler Hero is another one of those streaky dudes. So is the risk worth the reward? Because up to this point and right now, they're playing like they really don't need him. 
Now, yes, I mean, Tyler Hero gives them an additional 50. They're going to need all the scoring they can get to try to beat the Nuggets in this series. But I'm just telling you, it's not, in my opinion, it's just not cut and dry and that easy to say, oh, he's back, throw him out there. I mean, that's my opinion. What do you got? Well, even he's addressed as much, you know, saying he doesn't want to throw off the chemistry that they have going. You know, why force something if the hand's not feeling comfortable? Um, Because... You do go. I think when you go to the season, he was the number two scorer on the team, 20, plus, 20 points per game, you know, or plus per night. Uh-huh. And, and and so when you look at this is, and if if that's really his his stance on that, and he truly feels that, and he truly believes it, then that lets you know the culture that Spo has going on on that bench because oh, yeah. he arose from the sneer and the fashion and everything that you get into. Seems like a guy who's more about himself. You know, got the payday, but they know that they're working on something else special. Right hey, now. look. When you if you're going through the free agency process in basketball, and I'm not Tyler Hero and the free agent they drafted him, but just for the sake of what I'm trying to tell you, if you're going through a free agency process and you're looking at the heat on your radar and you're saying, man, it'd be lovely to have a house on the beach and be Miami club live. Yeah, I like to go play with the heat. One thing you better check off and you know is when you get to that building and that facility with Pat Riley, as long as he's uh, above six feet and he still has the energy and wants to be his title, and you have Alonzo Mourning in the house as well too, and you have Coach Bo, you are checking the ego at the door. It doesn't matter who you are. Or Keep in mind, Cleveland, what I've heard from the Lakers, everywhere LeBron James has played, he was able to have, using Phil Jackson's words, the posse on the plane. Pat Riley told him, uh, we don't do that. What? I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that, 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 uh, that meeting. Because you can understand, Pat was having about what, five of them things, four of them things, rings, one as a player, three, I don't know. But he had jewelry before LeBron started getting it. So it was like, hey, so my point is, that's LeBron James. And remember, the, uh, two years, Pat Riley cleared cap space. That was a two-year. I mean, he started it. He he showed the blueprint to everybody. That I mean, yes, people have been looking at, you know, before we've always had tanking and quote-unquote tanking for drop, you know, top draft picks, this and this. In my opinion, Pat Riley was the one that started this whole. We're gonna we're gonna do our books. We're gonna look at our books two years in ahead and look at the, who's coming up on class to do it on that level for two to three players. So when he did that, I mean, again, LeBron's coming in because he recruited him. So the point, the reason why I bring that point up is because you understand he recruited him. He planned it for two years to come. But when he got there, it's like, no, we don't allow that on the plane. And we're going to do this. We're going to do it this way. And like I told you, I told y'all last week, a lot of people believe that's the reason why that ran his course. And he ended up going back to Cleveland because, again, Pat wasn't budging. And you got to take your hat off to that. 877-37-GRIND. Um... I picked Denver to win the series, but my gut, something tells me Miami's going to win again tonight. Um, Really? Yeah. I I think, you know, something tells me that they're going to win again tonight. I don't know if Denver – they have the capability of doing it, but I don't know the makeup yet. And like I said, the skin's on the wall over there. Um, I don't know the makeup yet if they can come back and snatch home court advantage right away in game four. Excuse me, game three. I think that would probably come in game four. Now, I could be wrong. Now, I will tell you, Miami, I believe, is going to win one of these games at home anyway. I had the series of going at least six or seven games. 
you know, um, but I will tell you that um, I will be very impressed if Denver wins that game tonight. Okay, uh, because for one, they're in a they're in a bar fight fight, and you don't know about that until you've been in one. So to me, you can be rolling, you know, rolling on a river. Shout out to Tina Turner. And you could be, yeah, you could be hot as hell and coming in, but then you run up against that team like, hey, man, we don't care. We don't care the C that you got next to your logo. We don't care. And that's what Denver's run. So I think it's going to take them another couple games to get really understanding how they're going to have to play aggressive. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to come out probably with a better start tonight than before you would think, but I think Miami's going to play a little bit more, a little better than they even did in game two. You know, because keep in mind, make no mistake about it, Miami has no room for error in the in this series. No margin for error. They know that. They know that. 877-37 grind. All right, moving on, uh, sticking with the NBA before we leave the hardwood. Uh, a couple other things uh, that's making the news. Um, according to reports, James Harden is torn tremendously. The free agent James Harden is torn tremendously between two teams. Can you take a guess who those teams are? We've kind of touched on it, but the Houston Rockets and the 76ers. And I'm going to tell you right now, that report, in my opinion, is BS. And basically it's false. And the reason why I say it's false is because James Harden ain't torn. Even if he told the source of where they got that he's torn, his ass wants to be in Houston. He He's trying to put it out there like James ain't fooling me. James and his camp is trying to put it out there like, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm so, um, you know, basically I'm, you know, I'm torn on what I want to do. You know, is it Philly? Is it Houston? You know, this. No, it's not, man. You, you want to go back to Houston because you like the environment. You like the culture. You like the nightlife. And you want to get out of that that pressure cooker, that hot kitchen, which is Philly. That's just the reality of it. So when I saw that report, I said, yeah, okay. I'm, and this has nothing to do with the person who wrote this and, and reported this. This has everything to do that I don't believe it from his camp or if James told them this or it came from his camp. He's full of crap. He He's leaning more. Honestly, he's probably trying to talk himself out of going back to Houston. Period. James don't want that smoke. That's why I can't believe there was a discussion of Allen Iverson and James Harden. I don't care what the stats say. I don't care what the similarities. Like I said, go watch everything but the chip and then get back to me in regards to James Harden and Iverson. James don't want none of that smoke, man. His ass wants to go back to Houston. Which, if you take James Harden back to Houston under a doke, and for one, the question is, does the doka even really want him? Or does Houston want him? I mean, we've, we've heard these reports for the last month. Well, hell, I told you I believe James is the one that leaked it while the season was still going on before the playoffs even started that he was thinking about going back to Houston. He leaked that out, which I thought was selfish at the time, considering what that team was built and trying to accomplish. But the reality of it is, is that even if you, you know, the one thing we haven't heard in this is any report from Houston's side, whether they'd even want him back. Now, I will tell you that if they were looking at maybe to help to sell tickets, help with the gentleman's club economy down there, 
you might have a decision where like, hey, it might make sense to bring this guy back. But I will tell you, even if he does come back to Houston with their young pieces, and I, you know I've got respect for Adoka, they still fighting like hell to be a seed in the, in the West. I, I mean, I don't know, you know, I know Adoka has, is probably, you know, he comes from the pop tree. He's, he's cut his teeth down here. You know, he's, he's went to a, a NBA finals, almost won a championship. But I don't, I don't see him coming in there and having some uh, pixie dust and just sprinkling and all of a sudden Houston's like, oh, they're a top two, three team in the West. I don't see, I think it's going to take Adoka a couple years because I don't believe there's the talent on this particular squad in Houston like it was when he inherited the team after Brad Stevens in, in Boston. It's just not. That doesn't mean he's not a good coach. But I just feel that even if so, – so my point in bringing that up and where I feel that the Rockets stand and the job that ahead that Adoka has is the fact that Harden would be making this decision based off of – and that's his choice, man. I mean, everybody picks – just because you're not a professional athlete, even people in the regular world, you pick what you want to do and work with the profession because most people do not want to dread going to work every day. And even if you make hundreds of millions of dollars like James Harden is – it's his right to say, you know what? It's about my quality of life. I like it better in Houston. That's his choice. But does he deserve to be criticized for that? Yes, he does. And everybody has the opportunity to do it. But it is his choice because reality of it is that's the only thing it's about. You're at the end of your career. There is no like you're supposed to be wanting to play for titles. Now, if James is sitting there saying, hey, man, I'm torn between the 76ers, uh, the Bucks." The Warriors. You know, if you heard teams like that, you would sit there and say, all right, man, he's really trying to get that ring so he can get that, check that off his uh, resume, his career. No, nah, man. James is thinking about Diamond and Alexis. Okay? And Persia. That's who James is thinking about. Those are probably the only three stripper names I've probably met in my life that's just stuck in my head. That's the reason I had them right there. But that's what James is thinking about, man. Don't tell me he's torn between those two. If you plan for a ring, what's the decision to make playing with Embiid and going with some rookies down in H-Town? You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. 
From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.